Good morning, all. This is Russell, your host for this morning's encounter with the Lord. Welcome to this morning's session. How are we all this morning? Good. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for this beautiful morning. We thank you for a new day that you have added to our destiny. We thank you, Lord, that even in this new day, you do not leave us. You are here with us, just like you said, Lord Jesus, in Matthew 28. You are with us even unto the end of time. I thank you, Lord, for all those that you have blessed us with. Those who can make it this morning to pray with us, those who couldn't get on. We thank you, Father, for your mercy. That you renew for us every morning. And your peace and your joy you pour into our heart. And today we shall reflect on that very same joy. Again. And we want to share your peace and your joy, Father. That we experience only when we come in your presence. Because it is a gift from you. That only you can give and what you give no one can take away. That peace and that joy that helps us stay still in your presence. And ignore all the storms, the circumstances around us. To stay focused on you. So that when we hold you in reverence. When we worship you. When we make our prayer to you. The faith that is released into our heart. When we hear you speak. That is what brings us closer to the manifestation, to an answer. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity to be here. And we share that peace and that joy. For that is your will. That we carry your gifts that you give us. And take it out and share it with others. We want to share it with all those that are part of this praying family. With all those that are part of this meeting and everyone for whom prayers have been requested on this group, we share your peace and joy, Lord. With all those that are called Christians but have not yet encountered you in that personal way, have not yet built their personal relationship with you and with all those that have chosen to walk away. All those that have given in to a lie, that believe a lie, a false doctrine that has been told to them. They are the children of your inheritance as well, Lord. And we ask that you quicken each one, each one of them as well as us. That the truth be revealed to us progressively, continuously, making that part of our life incorruptible. That no lie can shake that in us anymore. And as more and more truth is filled in us, more and more of our joy is made full. We shall reflect on that this morning. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with this opportunity to pray. And we call on your name, the name of our maker, our father, the one who is high and lofty and inhabits eternity, who is ever so faithful and just, the one who is truthful and honest unshakable, unchangeable in his mind, the lifter of men, 
the one who is our goodness our fortress our high tower and our deliverer our shield and our strength we want to know you in all these ways lord so that when we make our prayer that is what gives us confidence knowing who you are and we pray in the name of jesus your son the bridge to the father the way the truth and the life the only way isaiah 54 says he is the lord who heals our wisdom our righteousness our sanctification and our redemption the one who is the word who has enriched us in all utterance and knowledge who holds the key of david the rider on the white horse the lord of hosts the one who is our daily bread the word himself and he it is he who shall judge the quick and the dead and we pray in the name of his spirit the spirit of truth who guides us into all through the spirit of revelation who pro, who who sheds light over all darkness it is he who is the spirit of victory the spirit of light and life the one who changes the times and seasons the one who reveals the deep and secret things the breath of the father the air for our spirit the one who quickens us in our spirit and heals our backsliding one who has made his tabernacle in our body the same spirit of resurrection who raised jesus from the dead now raises us giving us life in our mortal body that we might partner with him speak his word and march towards the abundance that jesus came to give us walk towards an inch closer towards the dominion that the father had in mind when he created us in his own likeness and his own image that likeness which does not say that we should beg but that likeness which says that just as he commanded we command because he gave us his authority we thank you father for this gift of prayer for the gift of light and life we thank you lord that you have blessed us with your presence that when we go into every battle every single day we do not go alone but your spirit goes with us that same spirit that empowered jesus to do miracles in his ministry upholds our ministry as well that when we speak in faith he moves every void situation formless and shapeless like the earth in genesis 1 is given shape form and light we thank you father that you have blessed us with these your advocates that every time out of our human weakness when we fall short out of our vulnerability when we make mistakes jesus advocates for us at the right hand of the father the judge and through his blood we are atoned so there is grace released over us when he stands in the way and through his spirit we are given an advocate here on earth with us who makes intercession on on our behalf who prays with us and he is the scepter of the king of kings as well the one that executes the will of the father we thank you lord that you have blessed us with family with friends who demonstrate your love for us we thank you that you have blessed us with angels and destiny help us 
You have blessed us with this prayer group that prays together as one family, praying for each other, even for people they have not seen. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of your word and for the gift of prayer. That when we pray in accordance with your word, in your will, and we release our faith, you always hear us. Every dead situation, every dead bones are brought back to life. We thank you, Lord, that you have made us stewards of your creation to oversee, to care for, and to, to protect and preserve it. Grant us that wisdom and understanding, Lord, that when you make us stewards of your church, we understand our role well, your people. We open our hearts today to listen to you and receive from you in the spirit. And as we pray, Lord, this morning, as we reflect, we cover every word spoken in every person that is part of this meeting or will hear and pray with this recording. We cover each one by your precious blood, Jesus. Yesterday, Sister Shanin shared a powerful reflection on the topic of enjoy and hope we adore you, O God. And I felt a prompt at the time of listening to that reflection as I prayed with it to reflect more on joy. And the question that did come to my heart was, how is this related to faith? Joy is often defined in the dictionary as a feeling of happiness. But happiness is an emotional response to circumstances. So what then is joy? Joy is what we feel when we believe on the word. That what it says will come to pass. When we make a decision of faith to hold on to that word as truth. Joy is that happiness we feel in our spirit. So it is not an emotion. It comes in the spirit when we release our faith. It is not a physical emotion and does not depend on circumstance. It is intrinsic to the spirit. And just as the truth is eternal, when we have and hold on to our faith, joy can also be eternal because it is connected with the truth. Both faith and joy are God-given gifts. We see that in Galatians 5.22. It is a fruit of the Spirit. So let's look at the relationship between them. Scripture reveals, when we look at and closely examine scriptures like Romans 15 verse 13, 1 Peter 1 verse 8, Proverbs 10.28 and so on, it reveals a cause and effect relationship between faith and joy. Faith is the cause and joy is the effect. Without faith, there is no joy. And faith, as we have seen before in the teachings of Brother Vivek, as well as a decision that we make. But personally, I think joy is a measure of faith. Higher the faith, more the joy. Because what we have believed in becomes more real to us. 
So your joy will be highest when the answer to your prayer becomes so tangible in the spirit through faith that you can almost touch it. So Proverbs 17 verse 22 says, A joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Joy can give life to those dried up bones. Joy directly affects your spirit. But the good thing is you control it because it is directly the effect of faith. And faith is a decision that is up to you to make. You have control over it. Now what is the joy of the Lord? The Bible says that joy of the Lord is our strength. So what is it? Hebrews 12 verse 2 says, Because of the joy awaiting him, Jesus endured the cross, disregarding its shame. And now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. It wasn't that honor that was his joy which led him to the cross. So what then was his joy? Luke 15 verse 10 says, There is joy before the angels of God in heaven over one sinner who repents. In Psalm 51 verse 12, David talks about joy of God's, the joy of God's salvation. In John 15 verse 11, Jesus says that my joy may be in you and your joy may be made full. This joy for him is that of our redemption, our salvation. The day when we have triumphed over the enemy through him, when we believe on him, we accept his lordship. He went to the cross because it was all of mankind being saved that he saw in the spirit. And if he did not go to the cross, that salvation wouldn't have been possible. So he made up his mind in faith. He made a decision that no matter the pain and suffering, his eyes were not focused on the suffering. They were focused on this redemption and the joy that came from it. That gave him the strength to go to the cross and endure. It's like a pregnant mother, mother endures all pain for the joy of her child who is to be born. Her focus is on that child. child sorry. Her focus is on that child and not on the pain that she experiences. Now we extend that to our prayer, our current suffering, our situation, the joy of Jesus, exemplified again in the joy of a pregnant mother. How do you apply that to your personal prayer? Jesus said in Luke 10 verse 20, Do not rejoice that your spirits, that the spirits submit to you, because we see in Luke 10, 19, he said, I have given you power to trample over snakes and scorpions, as in wicked spirits. And the apostles came back and said to him, the 72 that were sent out came back and said to him, Lord, they, the spirits submit to us. And he said, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, because that is not the end. That is just a battle along the way. But rather... Rejoice that your names are written in heaven. 
And that is what we should strive for. Our salvation. James 1 verses 2 and 3 holds a secret. It says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith that produces steadfastness. It is the testing of your faith that produces steadfastness, making you unshakable. It is that joy that brings manifestation. So when we see trials, we know our faith is being tested, but if we hold on to it, we know that God will not let us be tested beyond the point we can take. He will also show us an escape route out, but when we release our faith and we make our prayer and speak, he also moves at that spoken word in faith. It is that joy that brings manifestation. And when Jesus said, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, the joy that comes from it is enough. And the joy of the Lord takes over. That is where our strength to endure in prayer, even when we don't see an answer, comes from. Three important learnings that stand out here. The first one is, we often live by what we trust in. And what we desire the most or what we fear of losing the most is often what we trust in. So we must learn to trust in the word, learn to trust in Jesus through faith and not depend on or be influenced by emotions. Do not look to happiness, worry or sadness, but focus on your joy. The second one, do not settle for or accept a lack of joy. Jesus came, and that is what John 10, 10 says, he came that you might have abundance. So until you have that abundance, use prayer to fight the fight of faith till the Holy Spirit, the way maker, restores the joy of salvation. And number three, joy, this was a revelation for me as well. Joy can be used as a meter to measure our faith an instrument to measure our faith. Lack of joy shows that there is a problem with our faith. It shows that I don't trust Jesus to deliver on my prayer request. For if I trust him, then I know he will deliver. And if I know he will deliver, I have to be excited. I have to feel that happiness as well that comes from that joy. It literally percolates from the spiritual to the physical as well. And that is how we start thanking the Lord, even before we see manifestation. So faith plus joy is equal to trust. We have to hold on to that trust. Proverbs 3.5, where it says, I will trust in the Lord and lean not on my understanding. So when you finish making a prayer, use this meter to check your faith. If it is low, go back to the word where it is written about what you are praying for and read or listen to it again and again till it sinks in. For if faith is not there, it comes. Romans 10, 17 says faith comes. Yes, if it is missing, it can come. You can call it by hearing the word and then hearing by the word. Hearing what God speaks to you through that word. 
And when God speaks to you through it, faith is released into your spirit. And the joy that comes with that faith is what brings you closer to your answer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that each of us understand that connection between joy and faith. And we use joy as part of our faith, but also as a measure of it. To keep a check on our prayer life and to help us build on our faith through the knowledge of your word. And as well as the application of what we have understood through that knowledge, through that wisdom that you have given us in your word. We ask for this edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for a building of our spirit based on your word and a strengthening of our prayer life through faith and joy, we pray also for all those physical and temporal needs, for our families, our friends, and every request that has been mentioned on the prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. All those that are hospitalized this day. All those that are battling COVID or any other life-threatening circumstances. We pray for all families that are undergoing division and separation through violence, infidelity, divorce or anything that seeks to separate them. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, including all kinds of addictions, compulsive behaviors, anything in their life that seeks to keep them yoked to the ground, including poverty, including busyness, including prayerlessness, including joblessness, financial struggles that keep your people busy in the rat race so that they do not have an opportunity to connect with you. And every prayerless Christian we know is a powerless Christian. Father, we pray against that powerlessness in the name of Jesus, that the yoke of the enemy be broken. We ask for your anointing this day on their lives, Lord. The ones especially that we now pray for. There are many in our own families that do not pick up your word. That do not connect with you and pray in the spirit. That do not pray at all. Have nothing to do with you. Quicken them, O oh Father. That they might call on your name. And we know that everyone that calls on your name without exception must be delivered. We shall not end up in shame. We stand on our faith and we know that, Lord, when you call on them, when you quicken them, they must come to you. Our eyes look for that joy and we release our faith. We pray also for our personal needs and those of our families. Your word in Job 22 says that you shall decree a thing and it shall come to pass. We decree in the name of Jesus a healing over these lives, over these families, over these relationships. We declare a breaking of every chain of bondage over their lives. By prophecy, we declare a creation of new job opportunities, solutions to finances, 
for all those that are battling and struggling against that yoke of life, against poverty. We declare complete restoration over the lives of all those that are experiencing mental challenges, addictions as well. We put on our angels and dispatch them on every assignment that we now take a few moments and pray for. Dispatch them in the name of Jesus. Speak it in your personal prayer. We call the angels of the Lord to encamp about each one of us. To protect us and keep us safe from harm, from sin, from danger, from accident, from injury, from pilfering, from theft, from hijacking, from terrorism. In the name of Jesus, we command that angelic protection over each one that is part of this praying family and every member of each of their families. Father, I thank you that you have heard our prayer that we make now in faith. And it is you who gave us your joy as the fruit of the presence of your spirit in us. It is that joy that gives us the confidence that you have heard us. And when we pray according to your will, that prayer that we release in faith from our spirit is what makes your spirit move. And that prayer is an answered prayer. It shall not come back empty, but shall fulfill that which it was sent, sent to fulfill. I encourage all of you that can now pray in the spirit to please unmute and join in. All those that are praying for that gift of tongues, please take a bold step of faith. Unmute your mic and start speaking one syllable. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over and grant that gift that you might be able to pray with him and that you might be able to intercede for our brothers and our sisters. That in doing so, we are fulfilling his will when he said men ought always to pray in Luke 18.1. Let us release our faith now as we pray in the spirit in our prayer of agreement. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarakala, <laughs> 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 <laughs
Sarakia, <laughs> <laughs> 
Amen, amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The words that I was given this morning. My children, I'm calling you to come deeper into my presence. The scripture I've been given is Ephesians 2, 8. For by grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And this seems like a confirmation of what the Lord is trying to say in different channels as well. I had attended a CCR Brisbane, that is Catholic Charismatic Renewal, the Brisbane team prayer meeting last night. And it was the same message to go deeper with him that came up there as well in prophetic words. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Matthew 25, verse 21, where it is written, His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. 
Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee a ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you that you speak to us, that you call us to go deeper with you, to come closer to you, to strengthen our relationship with you, not only in our place of prayer, but to commune with you at all times through the day and night. Show us the way, Father. Show us how we can build that closeness with you, that we can speak to you in our spirits and hear from you and hear clearly discerning exactly what it is that you want us to do. Then, Lord, we ask, for that grace to be bold and to be obedient to your will and your word. So that we, through boldness and in obedience, we act upon that word, knowing that it is your will for us. And when we step in that path, you back us up and you ensure that it is fulfilled. We pray in a special way for your gift to us, for our brothers, Vivek and our sister Shanine, as they lead us into praise and worship, into your presence, going deeper with you through praise and worship and in, then into your tabernacle where you give us, you break bread and you distribute to us, Lord. We ask for your special protection upon them as they lead us into that place. for your guidance, for your light to shine on them. We ask for a protection on their families, their assets, their finances, their jobs, their businesses. We ask, Lord, for your wisdom to come upon them. So that through that wisdom, we understand that you speak to us. And when we receive your word through faith in our heart, There must be a movement in our spirit. There is a stirring up. There is a renewal, revival, and there is a transformation. We thank you, Lord. Before we conclude our prayer this morning, just a reminder about our Bible study session this evening. The topic is the 12 steps to a good year. This is part five of our six-part series where we will learn steps nine and ten. In this entire series, we are learning on how to equip ourselves to appropriate the fullness of God's provision and blessings in the year that lies ahead. We will also learn the need to make the right resolutions. We shall share links for family and friends to join on Zoom and on YouTube later this morning on our Telegram group and our WhatsApp group. Please share that along with different time zones as well around the world for people to join according to their time zone. Please share this message with your family and friends and invite as many as you can to come and not just attend a session, but to partake in the presence of God that hovers over this session. 
and let the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, along with his love, his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that we make that conscious effort and a decision through that grace to carry his gospel and be a blessing to everyone around us by sharing simple, small messages. In the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. And we shall see you at our prayer meeting this evening. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. God bless you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Bless you, Russell. Bless you, everyone. Thank you.